better and worse with Jess and Rage. Are we are we good? Are we on? This is the kind of match that just sucks you. Oh yeah, we're stuck. None of us are getting out of this. You're in a crack. I'm gonna we put you in the ass crack of the couch. Um, oh, we're, we, we are where we are. We're accepting us for what couch. it is at this time. Take out. Hi, Olive. Okay, we are on. We Jess. are on. Okay, we are. Um, I feel weird about this microphone positioning. Do but you would you no, like to be closer to you? No, we're good. I'm just going to lean. Okay. We are coming at you live from Jess and. <clears throat> we're coming at you live from <laughs> Jess and Joe's living room. Whoa! We're switching it up. Trippy. We're having an adult episode, so we needed an adult house. No childhood bedroom. <laughs> no childhood bedroom. Hey. In the most uncomfy couch we could possibly find. We're find all sardined. We're all are sardined in this couch. Is this mm. really like an uncomfortable? Because this is no. the kind of couch that Josh and I think we would want. Mm-hmm. Olive. Abort. Abort. Unit. Good job. We have a squeaky toy. We have two donuts behind us because Olive has joined the podcast. <laughs> We've got Welcome different dogs. Olive. Different dogs today. Yes. Do your dogs even bark, though? No. Uh, oh Olive will talk, God. like a husky talk. She does that every morning. Lay down. Yeah, no, the last time I was here uh, was your guys' Halloween party, mm. I think. That was a good Halloween party. Ooh. Great Halloween party. 2019. We threw I a was, good banger. It was before, a banger. Before the pandemic. Yeah. I was TJ. TJ, if I remember correctly. And I was Spinelli. Yeah. Oh, classic. We, we had just started dating. Got Frosh. snubbed from the... Uh, the I did not vote for you guys. I Halloween it. <laughs> Best dress I voted for Sonny and Gwen as oh. Pumpkin Dwight and Prince of There were some solid really good, though. really I mean, good I outfits. Can't be mad. So yeah, every year we do um, a Halloween party, an yes. annual Halloween party. Halloween is Joe and I's favorite um, holiday, so we celebrate with a rager. Mm. And That's we did no not lie. last year. And what? Not yeah, last year. Two years ago, right? Yeah. Pre-pandemic. Yeah. Pandemic. Took out the Halloween party. And, Plus a wedding. And we do costume contests. Mm-hmm. We, do. we take it V seriously. And yes. we hope that our guests do as well. You win yeah. a great prize. Something new every year. That yeah. we find from Goodwill. That we buy at Goodwill. <laughs> and it's pointless shit. And we hand it to you like mm-hmm. it's really important. Yeah. You guys were honestly top tier as well. well mm, I, I appreciate I the compliment. Feel... Hated my outfit. Yeah, me you too. Didn't? Why you were wearing a cute little... I was wearing a raincoat. That's all I yeah. got to wear. So we were so pe- Pennywise and... Georgie. Which just came out. I mean, it was a hot movie. It was a hot it topic. Was, yes. It was. So sick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like as the party host, you can win. We cannot. No, no you can't. Yeah, we don't. We weren't entered into the contest. Yeah, so that think. is a rule. They've mm-hmm. already thought about that the rules. That is a rule. We will tell you that the winner was Grinch and Betty. Uh, Mary. Betty. What no, are those? She's girl. like, Cindy Betty. No, it was the wife. The one who says hi, Cindy Betty. Cindy Lou No, that's the little girl. That's the daughter. The one who shoots the... The yeah, the machine gun light. Betty. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, who is that? I don't know. Character. Well, uh, I don't Catherine like Jim Zeta Carrey. Jones. What? I Wait, I think as a person, like fundamentally, uh, I like what Jim Jim Carrey stands for, but it's something about his mouth. As a child, I could never watch his movies, could never watch The Grinch, could never watch The Mask. It disturbed me. I don't like the over... I, you know, I stand by Rachel. I have been anti Jim Carrey for a long no, time. I just don't talk about oh it because you're, you're shamed from society. And I'm not. I'm not going to turn this into a movie podcast. Hey. But he struggled. It's not been good. <laughs> I I don't believe that. No, that's a hot that, take. As an outside couch person, ooh. that's a hot take. Yeah, that is hot Jim take. Carrey, yeah. 
I don't. I think people the, the, like, are internal, just over internal it. Internal sunshine of the spotless mind. Classic. Good. I'll give him the Grinch. It's That's just the humor. Order. I'm not. I'm not into Jim Carrey humor. Mm. Ace, Man, Ace Ventura. Ace no. Ventura is a bad movie. It's a bad movie. I didn't they're laugh. They're funny for what they are. No, they're gross. He's gross. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like the Truman yeah. Show. Truman Show, great because it's a yeah. drama. Carrie. Yeah, fair enough. Jim Carrey, not Carrie. Jim Carrey can really carry a drama. Oh, it's, oh hey. Joe. Okay. Yeah, it's it's the comedy for me. It's the comedy for me. I agree. But uh, the next day after the Halloween party, because I think mm. we had a hotel. You did. And um, the next How? morning, I was so hungover. Mm. Rachel, being the sweet angel that she was, well, brought, Rachel had to go to work. Brought me a bag of like Dunkin' with like Ooh. with like a croissant sandwich in it, and the crinkling of the bag made me want to throw up. I was oh, that hungry. That, that did it for yes. you. He was like, Rach, thank I... you, but I need you to not move that bag. Oh gosh, oh, that's bad, Josh. That's bad. Yes. First off, how young and in love of you guys to get a hotel. That's yeah. nice. We did. It's a night out. And also, I love that for you guys. Was but it was very stupid because we got a hotel in Cleveland Heights, but mm. really it was like off Beachwood. the Cedar exit. Beachwood. Yeah. And so it was a fucking fifteen minute Uber. Right. <laughs> it was pointless. Yeah. Nice hotel though. Yeah, it was it, it I was mean, wonderful. I don't remember you guys being that hammered. Well, I just it was part oh. of like you don't want to drive all the way back down. Josh was no, hammered. I was, but Josh tried to be that hungover. I was so hammered I was like ripping cigarettes outside of the hotel. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you're that bad looking. Which I, is like which is like a two beer occasion for me uh, sorry yeah. sorry don't smoke it's not good for you i know that but, but when we josh has got to be real drunk to smoke yes. that's so sick yeah oh, a yeah. good uh what do we what do we use sometimes what the brand american spirits? american spirits oh yeah the light blue pack the hipster we go yellow just because i think that's what i did at akron when i went through a hipster phase i mean american understandable. we respect that and yeah. pbrs so sick couple yeah. don't blame us jess i thought of you earlier this week because um I bought that pink dress. I bought this like extra dress for a photo shoot. I just saw it on this site and I was like, I want this. I looked at the dress. I was like, I know I'm not going to look good in this. It's really going to accentuate my pear shape, but I like it. I like the color and I like the vibe. Yeah. Um, I get it. I put it on. I'm like, Ugh. one, it's light pink. Same exact color of my skin. Mm. And then I take it off. I'm like, oh, I'm about to wear it. And then I'm like, spray tans, Rach. You can get a spray tan. Love we're back up. Then I'm like, I gotta get some Spanx. <laughs> I know where Which we're going know. here. Well, so I have to get an XL. No big deal. Size 14. That that fits. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But guys, and this goes back to the patriarchy. Okay, I'm sure. I get these Spanx. I put them on. Go up to my neck. Oh. <laughs> I have to put them over my tits. How are you going to wear that with a dress? I can't. But it's like because apparently the bigger you are, the taller you have to be. Uh, my torso, I've got a baby torso. It's as big as my hand. <laughs> and so all of the fabric had to go torso. over my tits. And so I just got flat as a board. It sucked it all in. Which no, brand? To, Which to, brand? Spanx. Spanx OG. To fight the patriarchy for our wedding, I wore Spanx. Oh, and shit. I, I cannot comprehend how women have been doing this for so long. I wore Spanx and very uncomfortable like leg straps to keep my shirt to keep my shirt tucked in. 
like it was like a it was like a garter belt type thing. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, I mean, it worked. We had a, when he bought these, he's like, how the fuck am I gonna wear these? <laughs> and we like squeezed him into all of them. Oh, the spanks! We're gonna make was, it, it work. It was horrendous. Yeah, Joe what Warner? was the like silhouette of these spanks? Well, that was the problem. It was the it was like a T, like a like um, um wife beater. Oof. Old phrase. Oh. I mean, but that's what people refer to what, in what the nineties. I just like tank top. Yeah, tank top. Do you still say white tee? Like yeah, sure. franchise boys. <laughs> I think. Okay, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it was one of those white tank tops. <laughs> the problem was, is with my white shirt, it, you could see through, and so I was like, mm. I don't want people to know like I'm wearing. But you wore your this tank top, so I, I had to keep my jacket on the whole wedding mm. with Spanx. That hot. I'm dancing taking, on the dance floor. I'm taking portraits of, of Jess and Joe in this like magical field. And Beautiful. like, I was like, let's lay down for some, you know, like just to get some variety. And Joe looked at me like, I wasn't getting I'm back wearing, up. I'm wearing Spanx rage. <laughs> I wasn't getting I, I'll back do up. It. He, he did it in his typical, I'll do it if you want me to. But <sighs> Jess, you know, <sighs> these are really tight. It's just going to be uncomfortable. I'm just worried. Joe, Joe wore Spanx and I... Wore Spanx with butt pads. Hell yeah. Yes. But listen to this. I love my butt pads. I wear my Spanx butt pads often. I was not gifted. They're nice. I was, they're nice. I wasn't gifted <laughs> with the booty, okay? It was not in the cards for me. Um, both my parents have flat asses, and that's fine. But they do. I thought your dad had a... No, nothing. 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 I think my father in law. Is your dad not double cheeked up? He's not double cheeked. He's like inverted. And so, and I, I just want to let people know that those do exist and they're great. You loved it. I, I did. Yeah. And I, I like the way I looked at my wedding and I like the way I look with my butt pads in. No, and I will not get girl. surgery. I will just wear butt pads. Sometimes it's, it, for me, it's going to be worth the sacrifice. I'm going to wear the Spanx again. At Chris and Carrie's wedding next week. Let's go. I gotta Hey-o. try to keep it all together for one more wedding. Keep you it know, all together. If it makes you feel better, go yeah, for it. All this. Yeah, yeah shout out to Chris and Carrie's wedding next weekend. Hey. Actually, it's this in weekend. three days. Yeah. Yeah, this weekend. And for what it's worth, you guys did look great That's at so your nice wedding. Thing. Way to bring yeah. it all together, Josh. Yeah. Way to bring I it all together. That. Yeah, really, I do. appreciate that. I do. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, guys. We're very excited to have the boys on. We felt like we've been talking about them enough for the past 13 episodes. Right. Here they are. But here they right are. In the flesh. In the flesh. Josh so, and Joe. J and J. Backwards hats. Yeah. Sixes. 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 Um, but we got a couple DMs on Instagram. Hey. Look at us getting those. We're growing. <laughs> you guys think we know what we're doing. <laughs> so we're going to keep pretending, baby. And I thought that this would... Um, be good to get the guy's perspective yeah on that's why we're here of course to provide the male perspective mm-hmm. thank you okay so hey ladies i have a question to submit for the pod uh whether you answered or not it's totally okay but here it is a spoiler alert we aren't answering it okay <laughs> so no surprise i love y'all's podcast it's helped me a lot with thinking about the, who i am and who slash what kind of person i want to share my life with Lots of thinking has been done, and I am noticing that my relationship has to come to an end. How do you break up with someone you love but is not for you? How do you break that to them? Breakups are not easy, and mustering up the confidence to do this is so stressful. Sorry this is TMI, but hurting the people who love you and who you love has been on my mind. Because it's not just breaking up with them, it's breaking up with the life you made with them. Hope to hear your advice and insight on the pod. Appreciate you both, and thanks for kicking off my weekends. Mm. What's her name? We're not saying her name oh, because this is a personal. 
<laughs> I was going to thank her for all the nice words. But Very no, nice. we're not going to expose her. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. No, I, um, breaking up with people is hard. So hard. It's so hard. Um, I am of the mindset of just, and this is going to sound terrible, just being as bad as you can until they break up with you. Ah. <laughs> it it does honest. sound terrible. He's it's honest. terrible. But like I, it, that's better than the anxiety of leading up and breaking up with somebody. Okay, I'm just polar the opposite, thing to do. man. Just so we're clear, don't do that. Okay. Yeah, don't do that, that ever. Okay. That is bad advice. Joe? Thank you for your honesty and vulnerability in that moment, Josh. I appreciate you. Um. But no. I mean, it's it's, it's very honest, and like we have to yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people will turn to that option because it's. It's, it's so less stressful. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But the grown-up thing to do is ripping the band-aid off and sitting them down and explaining to them, yeah. hey, this is the reason why this isn't working out. I think it's it's so important to, like, you need to recognize and shout out to this DM because, like, this is a hard thing to go through. Right. And for her to share that, that's a lot. But I think mm-hmm. what's important to know is, like, you staying with them for if it's the life that you built, it's the love that you have, is only going to hurt them in the end. Because they're going to be able to recognize that you don't love them. And I don't, there's maybe nothing worse than being in a relationship and realizing like maybe you care too much or that person has removed. So yeah, it's going to be so, so shitty for a couple days. Yeah. And I'm sure like as, as she's realized, like this isn't for me, you just, you immediately start pulling away. It's like, it's like the the jig is up. As soon as, you know, you press send on this DM, it's like, it's out there. Someone else knows about it. Right. it's not forever anymore. And you automatically start acting distant and they pick yeah. up on that. Oh, they know. Yeah. They're going to know right away. Yeah. Right. So they probably already point, know. Yeah. No, I, what I was going to say is Joe has had really mature breakups. I've been very Which fortunate. is something I cannot fathom. Mm. My breakups Likewise. have been messy and and really immature and ultimatums thrown left and right. But Joe is like, Yikes. yeah, <laughs> you've like sat down with with women and been like, I, I don't see this working out between us. I wish you the best. I'm like, I've no also been dumped man. a lot. Yeah. But you guys have had like mutual. Very, very mutual. Very understanding. Mm. I Not that I'm friends with my exes, but we had, we, I like see them in a great way. And I think they see me in a good way. And if we come across each other, it's so normal. So I'm being honest with that person during the breakup just goes so long. It goes. Yeah. How do you, how do you be so honest? Like, how can you just like. Well, I don't think, I think it's like this false, like that you're ever going to feel like it's the right place, right time. Like it it is always going to be terrible, but you just have to like find peace in knowing that like the journey you're on, you have to like, this is like the step you have to take. This is an inevitable obstacle. Mm -hmm. And so I, I mean, who doesn't disassociate during those times? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't just like. Absolutely. Get that frequency in their ears and like get really hot and just like it just I know everything in our body wants to like avoid going through that and doing that because it's heartbreak and it's sad and it's taking on other people's emotions. Yeah, but just know like you can do it like and it's for the best like you wouldn't be saying this if you didn't think it was going to be in their best interest in your best interest in the long run. Um yeah. So it inevitably is terrible. And the hard part can be is they don't think it's in their best interest oh, at that point. Great point. Right. You yeah, know? great point. 
like they still see it as a great relationship but you're you've moved on already yeah yeah i mean just sending that dm she's moved on yeah oh Oh, the decision's there and also it's important to remember like and this is maybe not the thing to say during the breakup but you're also thankful for that person because like you became the version of you that you're you're reaching for and you learn from this relationship Maybe you're not thankful in the way of like, hey, I wish I would have ended this a long time ago, but yeah. you're thankful in the way of like, hey, moving forward, I know that there's things in me that I need to hold on to or I need to look for in someone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like you brought that out of me while dating, yeah. like while yeah. together, like I'm the best version of me because I dated you, like, yeah. but I just can't serve this relationship any longer. Yeah. And sometimes there's not a good reason you just say like, I can't yeah. explain it. I'm heartbroken over this. I just know that this mm. relationship isn't right. <clears throat> And I want us to be able to talk about this, and we can when you're ready and when I'm ready. But I know it's a lot to digest, you know? Yeah. Like, I think honesty, I'm always going to say honesty is the best policy. You don't ever want, like, to leave that conversation with them wondering if there's anything they could have done Ooh, or if yeah. there's anything they did wrong or or if, you know, you just – you can't just send a text and no, gosh, leave, no. leave the conversation. Right. And it you is know? weird that, like – I don't know if it's just like romantic TV or romantic comedies where like, oh, if they say it's not you, it's me. Like, it's definitely you. I don't think that's true. Because yeah. like, I think when you break up with somebody like this person might be going through, it is them. They're feeling it in themselves that they don't want to be in this relationship mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. So it's okay to tell your partner that. Are they going to enjoy hearing it? Probably not. But yeah, it, it is what you're going through. And no, like their reaction and their emotions are not your responsibility. Mm. Mm. They are not yours to hold or handle, although like empathy and all of those things are very like admirable and important characteristics. Like that is a big sign of codependency, which we should do um, an episode on. But like their reaction and their feelings are not yours to handle. You know? We just went over this in therapy, actually. Good. Word for word, yeah. Codependency. Love to hear it. My mom um, will recommend, I haven't read it, so it's not recommended by me, but it is recommended by Cher, Codependence No More. Oh. Ooh. Um, my mom's read that book and preached it. Um, still to this day is the most codependent bitch I've ever met in my life. So, <laughs> but, At least she's working yeah. on it. But she knows she got a problem. She knows. She, knows. <laughs> she gives it to everyone. She gives yeah. Josh a copy. It's like she, yeah, she like has copy. a wholesale account through this author. Like she's oh. passing it out. But she's sponsored by <laughs> yes. the author. Sponsored by Codependent No More. <laughs> God, I love Sherry. But perfect. Okay. And we got another DM, which segues perfectly into mm. today's episode about enneagrams. Um, mm. Wait, that's how you say it? Yeah, I know. I that's what N- I said to her. N- 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 enneagram. Oh, I've been saying enneagrams for a good. That's reason. close. Yeah. Tomato, to potato. You know. Tuishazon. Right. Tuishazon. Cauliflower, cauliflower. Right. Ah. Over my dead tomato. body. Tomato. Over my dead body with a cauliflower. Cauliflower. Josh. Crayon. 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 Okay. We're all agree. Crayon. How do you? Milk. 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 It's an eye. (laughs) Yeah, you're insane for that. Yeah, Yeah. that is serious. That one's like actually spelled the way you're supposed to say it. Sorry. (laughs) Pillow or pillow? Pillow. Okay. Okay. Well, then why is milk milk? Yeah. It just is. I don't know. Maybe it's a Pennsylvania thing. Are you from Pennsylvania? My whole, my, my, well, my family is. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's genetic. How you say milk? I don't know if it's genetic oh, as it is so much just like inherited yeah, okay. language. What you heard growing up. What I heard. Yeah. Okay. 
But so Enneagrams are a personality type um, test slash um, belief system, if you will. Um, it's like some people really like horoscopes. Some people really like Enneagrams. And there are nine types on the Enneagram scale. You, you know, one through nine. Um, I'm an eight. I'm a seven. Joe is oh, a... I'm a six. A solid six. Mm-hmm. And... I'm also six. Ooh, Team six. Go. It's going to be really fun. Six. Team six. But this question, I, which I'm probably going to end up answering most of it because they're eights mm. in this question and I'm an eight. Okay. So, hello, wonderful people. My family and close friends also call me Rach. Hi, Rach. I'm an Enneagram type eight. So I relate. In August of 2020, I married a wonderful man. We've been together for two and a half years and have been living together for over a year now. We are both type 8, so our communication is very open and we have a very healthy relationship. I'm curious to know your thoughts on going to therapy before a problem arises, per se. I'd also like to hear about your thoughts on two type 8s being married to one another. Love your podcast. Love the light you bring and what it's like to have a realistic relationship and what it's like to be a woman in today's world. What the fuck do we do, Jess? I don't even know. We don't know. We love that you love us, though. Yes. Um, So what I will say about eights, because I know a lot about them being one, um, is I would say going to therapy is probably a really good thing to do. Therapy place. Here Um, she goes again. Therapy place. Um, Because... Eights, one of the their biggest struggles is vulnerability. And it's something that, like, I don't necessarily struggle with so much because I was raised by twos, which are, like, the helpers. So, like, I kind mm-hmm. of was – like, vulnerability was very normalized, which we'll get into a little bit more later. But I can see how that could be an issue with two people that struggle being vulnerable and are leaders and independent don't have, like, at least monthly check-ins emotionally. Right. I hear you. Because you could feel just like, we're doing it. We're getting stuff done. We're succeeding. We're going this way. We're doing all the best things. But in order to grow emotionally together, you have to tear down those walls and be vulnerable. And something my therapist catches me up a lot in doing is like, I'll say something like, I was really annoyed or upset by this. And then I'll rationalize it. Why I shouldn't be upset or why they didn't mean to do it. Mm -hmm. Because I want to like put a purpose to it. I want to rationally think about it. I don't want to get in touch with my emotions. And you probably, if you're an eight and your spouse is an eight, you're probably doing that as well. Mm. Rationalizing why you shouldn't be upset that the dishes didn't get put away or or that, like, you know, whatever stupid problem may arise or whatever serious problem may arise. So I would definitely encourage therapy. Josh and I have talked about this, yeah. um, wanting to go to therapy before we even get engaged um because i mean for me personally it's like getting married again and going through all of that it's like i want us both to be on like the same page and sometimes you don't even know you're not on the same page as one another you're just living life and especially when you're an eight and you're self-assured and confident you're you are probably pretty happy just on the road that you're on Mm -hmm. and if you aren't like checking in with your person intentionally might be hard yeah that would be tough for two people who are like on the same path right that are just like i don't need nobody i'm good on my own could you imagine two of me yeah it would that would be tough yeah you would need like monthly check-ins like are we good sorry we have we have a guest 
We got a very, 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 We got a we got a precarious computer sitch over here. Hot pickle. Well, good. Do you want a bone? So, best of luck. I think. Two eights together could probably take on the world, mm. oh, um, nice. honestly. And we're going to talk about our relationships together, too. So this is the perfect little segue, mm. everyone. Love it. Yeah, good segue, question, Rach. Yeah. Other Rach. Other Rach, Rach. sent the message. Rach number two. Let's move into, we're going to do stupid fights of the week from a guy's perspective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we usually, we typically do this, Rach and I do, but... We're gonna throw it on. We're gonna throw on Josh and Joe and see what their stupid fights of the week are. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Joe. Take it away. Stupid fight of the week. Okay. I'm Actually, excited. I'm so excited. I know. I have no idea what. I is. am not excited. <laughs> <laughs> because Roaster. no, because, because the reason I'm bringing I'm bringing this stupid fight of the week is I it's a fight that was so close to happening and I somehow avoided it. Mm. Nice. So okay, Jess and I fell in love. Like actually fell in love with these chips. From Trader Joe's. Okay, Trader <laughs> Joe's, such a spot. We love it. It's our go-to grocery shop. But also, if you're lucky, they have these, like, off-brand. I won't even call them off-brand. Trader Joe's Fritos type thing. Well, they're, like, Mexican street corn flavored. Street corn. They are straight. They're stupid. Elote? They're stupid. Fire. Heaters. Is, but... Heaters, they are. <laughs> the heaters? They no, are. They're heaters. Oh, oh my God. As Gen Z, I don't know if they say this, but those chips slap. They slap. do. Slap. You don't know Absolutely. if they say it, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> so. I say that. <laughs> we pick these up on, I go shopping Tuesday during my lunch hour. Load up on groceries. Get lucky. Find street corn chips. I bring them home. Jess has a few bites. Mm. Literally two. Two. Two handfuls. That's it. I put it back. I said, you know, I'm going to savor these for later. Perfect. Oof. Yeah. So that night, which is one of Jess's pet peeves, my late night snacking. I... Do you? No. Yeah, it's not no, a you, pet peeve. It's you don't a, tell me not to. No. It's a do you, but every time he wakes up with like a stomach ache and he's like, wow, you know, I just feel so bloated or, Why you know, I don't feel chips? well. Yeah. I wanted a late night snack and I was like, <laughs> well, you know, eating late night doesn't really feel good when you wake up in the morning. Just mm-hmm. That's just facts. Straight facts. So that night I dive into the chips, but I don't like eat that much. I just like, it's a few chips. I have something else with it. I'm good to go. But it was the next morning. Whoa, the Jess, morning Jess had snack. to work the early shift morning. I'm still working from home some days a week. And it's like 9 a.m. corn chip time. <laughs> but not like, let me have this corn chip with my egg. I ate like a bag of corn chips. Ooh. And then I had to leave because I had to go to the office for a meeting. So I leave. Sure. And in the middle of this serious, like scary meeting, my phone goes off. And all I heard, saw was, you ate the chips. I ate the oh, whole bag. Oh, oh. oh, no. And immediately I was like, hey, you just got to own up. You'll buy it more. You'll go pick them up on the way home. One, you're not guaranteed these chips anywhere. So Trader Joe's might not have them. No, they're a hot item because, you know, either they have them or they don't. And I hit Jess with a, hey, yeah, I snacked this morning. I'll pick up a new bag. And all I get was, no need. <gasps> Whoa. I said, I'm good. Yeah, then the I'm good. Oh, no. And then, seriously, I'm good. Because he's like, no, no, no. This is typical Joe. No, no, no. I swear. I'll pick them up on my it's way on home. Me. It's I on me. I'll do it. And I'm like, seriously, <gasps> I'm good. But I, <laughs> but I, av- I avoided this fight because I was at the office. If I was home Ooh. and I was sitting on this couch, yeah. if I was up in my office and I heard her like look for those chips out the window, I'm gone. Okay. But tell me, tell me this. Yeah. You know, I was 
I ran errands after work, so I'm, I'm famished. Feel, I'm still feeling bad. I'm famished. And the one thing in my head I know I'm going home to, I got Joe went grocery shopping. But the one thing I was like, chips. Those damn and chips. I never, was ready for She never eats chips. No, but I wanted them. Yeah, these mm. are like hey. the one things. I'm sorry. How did you avoid it? Did you get more chips? No. No, I did not. You didn't avoid it, really. Well, oh my no, God. no, the good thing. I don't want to say You didn't even try thing. to stop a Trader Joe's? He did, but I was like, seriously, yeah, don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I didn't want him at that point. I was like, I don't need him. And also, Jess does a very good job. Like, if she doesn't want something, you'll know when she doesn't. Like, there's no, like, hey, I think you wanted these. I surprised you. Because then you're like, That's no, I really, I really told you I didn't want these. That's chocolate only. Because she doesn't eat chips. So this was just a rare occasion but I, where she wanted them, and I smashed a bag at 8 a.m. I mean, you don't eat chips. She doesn't. Like, you just don't seek them out on your own. I do. I mean, I do. Just show eat some before I can get to What? Them. No, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you never, you eat popcorn and that's it. <laughs> Damn. Jeez. I'm kidding. But I am on the polar opposite. Like, I, I eat chips. Like, that's the one. I don't eat sweets. I don't like chocolate. It's chips. Yeah. That out. That's can fair. of Pringles? Mm. Ten minutes. Gone. Mm-hmm. Sour cream that. and onion? Pizza? Or, original. Five minutes. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy money. Two at a time. Yeah. Just crunching through them. Two at a time. You put your two fingers in to get the bottom. As a child, mm. I could never understand the texture of Pringles or baked Lay's. Confusing. Because I was like, there's no way you put these in an oven, you put potatoes in the oven, they, this doesn't happen. So as a child, I had it in my mind that there's just some lady mashing potatoes up. <laughs> mashing potatoes up and just... Slurping them on a pan. Slurping them. For some reason, I thought that Pringles had to like, like fit to your tongue. Oh, they kind of look like. But but whose tongue? They're huge. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought that though, but that's not true. But you know what I mean? It's like it is mashed potato texture in a chip. Mm -hmm. It is. And once you bite it, it does become mashed potato. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good food to throw up. I saw a TikTok of somebody reheating them and boiling Pringles, like Pringles and turning them into mashed potatoes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm upset. Like I'm on prison. I'm on prison TikTok. So. <laughs> 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 uh, I think that's where I saw it. He had like some, some like like a hot mama sausage you put in and like they, a, a I mean, ramen noodle. On prison TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Hey pickle. So yeah. that was stupid fight of the week that I avoided. Uh, shout out to Trader Joe's for making the best chips. I usually don't eat spicy things because they, they got a kick to them. They do. As Jess said, they're heaters. But mm. these ones, I, 9 o'clock came around. I had eggs. AM, though. Uh, yeah, We're, we are down. the same person, Joe, because I'm a late night eater, too. And, like, early morning, if I need to eat it, I'll eat it. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I don't know why the late night eating's like, I mean, it's just, like, my biggest pastime. Throwing yeah. a movie. Eat. Just, just snack out. It's your, it's your unwinding time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I need to figure it out. Do, you, do you have any stupid fights, babe? Uh, yeah. Well, we have one today. <laughs> um, Literally in our presence. Yeah. Before we started recording the podcast, um, there was a miscommunication on mm-hmm. a bag, on a certain bag that had um, a computer and all the recording equipment that I use. Yeah, a very important bag. Well, not all the re- the recording equipment, but all my technology in which to right. use that recording equipment was left at our house in Kent. Yeah, it was just a simple miscommunication. And nothing ha- nothing really. And how did you handle that? Um, think- I was take I was accepting all the blame until I remembered that I didn't, didn't actually mess up. Ooh. This is and then we and then we and then we brought it to the forefront and um, Where was the forefront? 
It was um, it was you basically saying that you thought that you I said that I was gonna grab the bag and take it to the car. Yeah. Because you were putting a large camera into this small bag. This is the tea, y'all. <laughs> and I was like, no, let me take that from you, and you assumed it was the bag. Ah. Because he was putting all of the things in the car. Okay. He was loading the car. Okay. Yeah, we just knew it was missing. We didn't get to hear the details. Yeah. Yeah, it was hot. It was tense when we first showed up. But it's okay because we're here. Jess's Jess's 54 inch (laughs) (laughs) iMac computer is is, is recording us, and I have a camera, Mm -hmm. thankfully. So we, this hopefully will work. And oh, go down well. Not as good as the chip story, but no, yeah. to be honest though, what was good, Josh he handled this like a star, man. Yeah. You took responsibility, you owned up to it, you kept the I, room calm. I chirped Rachel whenever she went out to the car though. Oh like, okay. I was like, there's no way I I messed this up. I don't think Rachel car. knew that. No. <laughs> this is breaking news to her, but yeah, I, like, I panicked. I put I know up. I didn't she didn't say take this back to the car. <laughs> <laughs> and Jess and Joe were laughing. They're like, no, yeah, I, no, I believe I put you. on a World War II documentary to, to ease <laughs> yeah. myself of the stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me watch something easy. Yeah, let me watch World War II bombings. While those. <laughs> and I was already like three steps ahead of everyone, like getting my iMac out of my computer. And I was like, no, we're fine here. This day has been a day. I feel like I'm like beat ass red. Yeah. I just found out that I'm gonna like I, I need to find five thousand dollars for some like new improvement for the photo studio that I wasn't planning on. My landlord accused me of smoking weed. Um, it, it's just been a day. It's been a doozy. And a um, I've been heated. And in true eight fashion, as my landlord texts me accusing me of something that I didn't do, mm. I just said. You got it wrong. Don't appreciate the accusation, though. Yeah, we shut, it, we shut it down well. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Because what? It's you like can't I just throw accusations around like they're nothing. You can't. And like he's the kind of guy that like he's not. He like has a house somewhere else, like mm. in maybe South Carolina or something. So he's only in Ohio like once one week Come out on, of dude. a month. Don't, and it's like don't be pointing fingers at me, bruh. Come on, dude rude i'm gonna go on the and, and it threw me off everything threw me off so hopefully we mm-hmm. we've done a good job so far on mm-hmm. this podcast but we do need to get into the meat of the episode let's yes, get into definitely. the meat um so i'm gonna explain give me the meat. i i did a <laughs> give me the Pass meat, the meat. <laughs> Pass the meat. what is that Arby's, we got, we got we yes. have the meat i don't think that's He's what it is well meats. arby's is that arby's? we have the meats we have the meat. Arby's. We have the meat. Yeah. We love Arby's. Josh and I fucking love Ew, Arby's. Ew, you're trash people for that. Oh, yeah, we are trash people. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. no. Okay, own it. Time out, time out. You mm. eat Arby's? You're high-class fast food. No. Yes. I could never afford Arby's in my yes. fast food Yes, it's days. expensive as you hell. You know, it's yeah. bottom of barrel. No. no. Bitch, no. You it is finely sliced it roast beef. You can't leave Arby's without spending $25. Listen. Oh. And you don't even get a lot of food. Easy. Someone made a, um, a reference... To roast beef. No. To. Mm. <laughs> and I never. I won't. I, won't, I, I get that. I won't I indulge. That. Good job. I won't. And that's how I feel about Arby's. They're curly fries. Slap. They're Mo- good. Best mozzarella sticks I've ever had. Very Arby's. good mozzarella sticks. You won't eat roast beef because of because it resembles a vagina. No, she just won't eat roast beef. 
Not my not my meat of choice. Maybe that's why I like it. (laughs) 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 Not my meat of choice. All right, time for the meat of the episode. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, so we're talking about enneagrams for you guys. And (laughs) (laughs) were you cooking that up? No, I was was thinking of other meat references and extra sloppy for you guys. That is a classic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Chris my Farley, God. Rest in peace. Also, shout out, hard day for me. Prince died 2016. Today's the death anniversary. Mm. R.P. Hard day for it's Joe. A, Give me the meat already. It's a hard day. Okay. So the Enneagram of Personality, or simply the Enneagram, is a model of the human psyche, which is principally understood and taught as a typology of nine interconnected personality types i read that off of google didn't prepare that myself so it's just personality tests i encourage you to do your own research thoughts feelings emotions about it we're not going to talk about every single personality type but we are going to talk about ours and how they go together Mm -hmm. yes and the tests are super fun like I spent all night last night mm-hmm. just googling. Tests, yeah, yeah. And shout out Brady for taking the test on a whim when I texted him about and it. And who's Brady? And yeah, why Brady. are you mentioning Brady's him? Brady's my account manager. Oh great, okay, yeah. good. Oh, shout and out, he just big, did it. Yeah, big that's shout a, out to Brady. That's a top notch account manager. I think he's an eight, is what he said. Ninety seven percent. Okay. 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 I am a seven, which is the enthusiast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. So sevens are extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. Playful, high-spirited, and practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. <laughs> what? Mm, You're the, the most seven I've, person I've ever met. I know. <laughs> they constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. Yes. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness, a.k.a. our dog Pickle was an impulse buy. Um, at, at my best, um, I focus on talents, on worthwhile goals, becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. Um, my basic desire is to be satisfied and content and to have my needs fulfilled. And I feel like that sums it up. It's very, very accurate to me. It's Mm -hmm. dead on. And that is me. So Joe is a six. Yes. The loyalist. Also, Josh is a six too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are a little bit different than sevens and probably some other ones. We, I took quick notes. Um, we have high emotions and we always wear the emotions on our sleeves. Um, we are planners, but we are based in stress and anxiety <laughs> when we don't have control over a situation or yeah. we aren't planned for the worst case scenario. Um, we do strive with organization. We have a extreme need for social groupings where the responsibility is not always on us. We are very loyal. Um, our healthiest attributes, we're trusting. We elicit emotions from other people. We are affectionate, and we do strive to be leaders ourselves, but also crave leadership um, from authorities and other, I guess, organizations, especially at work. Yeah. Um, our biggest issues are we're highly reactive. We have a major, major fear if we don't have security. We also often feel as if we're out to get ourselves by being indecisive. And quick shout out, my biggest role model in life is a number six. Robert Kennedy. Shout out to the Kennedy. Oh. Shout out to the Kennedys. Oh. Did he take the test? No, but I no. think they type based on yeah. his decisions in life. Yeah. Also, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Did he test? No. No. 
He knew he was a six. Okay. He knew when he died. He's like, this is for my sixes. Okay. So, no, it's not. I am going to read the relationship mm. between uh, sevens and sixes. Okay. Yes. yes. So, type six, the loyalist, with type seven, the enthusiast. Both, and this is all from the AnnieGramInstitute.com, a very yeah. good Great like, resource for this. Okay. Both Enneagram 6s and 7s are mental types, and there can be a great deal of mental stimulation in this pairing. These two types offer many areas in which they reinforce each other, and some areas in which the strengths of one counterbalance the limitations of the other. (laughs) (laughs) On a daily basis, you save me from breakdown. (laughs) Facts. 7s are usually entertaining and tend to lift the spirit of the 6. Both are quick mentally and often have sharp wits. They enjoy bantering (laughs) with each other, verbally sparring, and seeing how absurd or funny they can become as they push each other to more outrageous limits. (laughs) (laughs) True. Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. Jess roasts Joe literally anytime she can. Literally, it's the basis of our relationship. So much so that, like, we did it in a family setting, and my dad was like, hey, is is that normal or like I, I feel bad for Joe if you're like calling him out like that I was like um. I tried to like give her like a winky kiss face and she was like what are you doing you weirdo in front of everybody oh my god I was like <laughs> I think you were trying to be cute with that and it was so it was so bad but no it is I but just, just become yeah I don't it, know why every I time do like it. I get in bed you're like oh I think I smell something oh, okay this, this is, is this funny. is my favorite one so because he gets so Joe like sleeps in his underwear like most guys do maybe I don't know. But anyway. Um, Are you looking to meet your firm? No. no that is a yeah. real question. How do you, what do you sleep in? Oh, unis, no shirt. Yeah. 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 All the movies, guys. But also, the... I can sleep in jeans and I can like a too. sweatshirt. That's I so also, six of you. I can also sleep in the nude. Are we lying? Yes. Me. I try to rotate. He... No, it... you slip in the bed nude. Okay. That's what he does. Okay, so when he. Time he, out. That's he, ex- no. He... concerning. <laughs> what? I read that you're, sometimes you're supposed to sleep naked. But you do it. And you'll be like, you'll, he, so Joe watches TV before he goes to bed and I go to bed pretty early cause I work early in the morning. So I'm asleep by the time he gets into bed. And so when he sleeps nude is when obviously I go to bed earlier and he'll be like, I'm naked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Well, but the problem is if, if I get naked to climb in bed, you're like, Hey, go put on clothes. I'm, I'm like, like no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why. This doesn't happen often. I have a rotation to make sure I'm, I'm meeting my naked right. requirements. Your naked requirements. Total six move. Your uh, aeration. You get about, enough aeration now. Okay, no, but anyways, what I was saying with this is that so Joe gets into bed and I was like, he'll like come, like go to sit down and lay into bed and there's like a breeze that goes past me like, whew, like a waft. I'm like, okay, don't pretend like it's real. Okay, no, but I have to act like it's real. And I was like, I'm like, okay, I smell something. And he's like, what? And I was like, oh. kind of like, 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 but just like, stop. Like, <laughs> I was like, something like smells kind of just a little off, well funky. He's like, and me being a six, the anxiety is. He's like, the yeah, he's like, exploding. Oh, he's like, I'm I'll go. I'm he's like, right he's, now he goes, you. he goes immediately like goes. He's like, I'm gonna go wash my hands and go in the shower. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta wash my butt. 
And I'm like, why do I find so much enjoyment? I don't know what it is about him being like that gullible or I'm just Very like gullible. prying on like his sickness and being like. His sickness? Yeah. <laughs> and being like, I know that you care this much about it, but it's just me. You know, it's just, it's like, even if you did smell, like it's me, I don't care, you know? Yeah, well, guys, like, I, I don't smell. He does. Okay, yeah, but it's always a joke. Like, it's, it's a, never it's never reality. Oh, my God. Okay, keep going. Sevens are particularly good at generating new ideas, while sixes are particularly good at mastering pra- the practical steps oh that are necessary God. to getting things done. That freaks me out. <laughs> Sevens help sixes yes. put fear and limitation into perspective and sometimes to move beyond them entirely. They thus make effective team members in which the seven lays out the big picture and gets people excited about new possibilities while the six moves in with the logistical and tactical (laughs) know-how following through with the details. In intimate relationships, the same balance pertains. Sevens are the stimulators, sixes are the regulators, and they can keep each other moving forward by allowing the other to counterbalance their own limitations. This is actually wild. <laughs> it's so crazy, honestly. It's de- I see it like when we plan trips. Like I the was, difference in you and I is is we went camping. Yeah, and just the detail that I put into planning just a simple camping trip. It was a lot. It was, it was heavy. It was very stressful. And Joe Joe's need to control things were not there in camping and in weather and bringing an yeah. untrained dog and all of that. Hard, and yeah. I just like wanted to have fun and roll with the punches. And we decided to take Olive canoeing. And that was so stressful. Joe, was, he's also like, I've canoed before. Not like this. No, like it was rapid. Yeah, it was, it was very intense. We had a dog on the canoe. We don't even know if she likes water at that point. Yeah. So stressful. But I it do was. feel like those are no, but very I accurate. I loved hearing that. And I also We're see... not even done. Oh, God. We oh. have one go, more paragraph. Go, go, go. You want me to go it, to this visionary functionary mix, mm. sixes visionary. bring commitment and loyalty to the seven, often an expertise and groundedness that the seven comes to trust and rely on implicitly, mm. as well as a strong grip on reality and what can be accomplished within given parameters. Sevens bring a driving sense of optimism and possibility, high energy, a sense of adventure, and fearlessness with regard to failure. Did you read They this? can teach sixes how to be <laughs> resilient and how to not fear the future, while sixes can teach sevens the difference between optimism and pipe dreams. Oh yeah. my god. Optimism pipe <laughs> yeah. dreams. Stop. Holy shit. That is so, and I think everyone I work with is a six, so like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And also like where you work too, it's like... yeah. There, I don't know if you got deep into reading about like counterphobic sixes versus like. I think I did. So there are two. I think the sixes are the only type that are like this, where it has two different, almost two different types of sixes, Mm -hmm. and that's very interesting to me. Um, But Joe mistyped as a one. I think it's what I wanted to be. Right. Yeah. And I'm far from it. Yes, which is funny because. A one is my ex. Yeah. And so when he said that, I was like, no, no way. No, absolutely no goddamn way. Well, they had attributes that I thought were attractive. Yes. But they also, like, I didn't recognize some yeah. of the limitations they deal with that I've never seen in my life. So I'm definitely yeah. not a one. 110% team six. So Did you ever mistype as anything else? A two. Yeah. Which most people do. Yes. I feel like because it's who you want to be. You want to be this helpful person, but it's like yeah. there's more to you than being helpful. And it's like 
there I do have those attributes, but it's yeah. not wholeheartedly who I was. Yes. How much does it play in like what you were raised by? Is it you get your own thing on your own or So I think I think what's really interesting about Enneagram and why I like I think so many other people like it versus like astrology or like Myers Briggs or whatever is mm. like it can be dependent on so many things. Like you and Josh okay, like are that. both sixes raised in compa- like yeah. entirely different socioeconomic stand like places, entirely different like mm-hmm. reasons for almost why you're a six. Yeah. And like I, that's what I think is very interesting. That's really cool. mm-hmm. Is it's like are we all just clones in the matrix? Maybe. <laughs> right. You know? Because it is so freaking scary how accurate all oh, of it is. It, yeah, me too. I mistyped as a two for a long time as well, but that was because I was in a relationship for seven years with someone that, like, if you, you read were acting as a two, if you read mm. the relationship dynamic between eight and a one, it is comical. Really, it this site straight up says not site. recommended. Oh no, <laughs> like not recommended for romantic pairings, no. like because mm-hmm. because it's two people that are leaders and think their way is right, and it it's just it's not good. And so I typed as a, a two for my entire, like, for my marriage because I couldn't be, like, Yourself. for our sanity, I couldn't be myself. Wow. Right. And, I mean, there are a lot of attributes. Like, my mom's a two, my yeah. sister's a two, and, like, those are two people that, like, raised me and made me who I am today. And so, like, I am helpful. I do care for people. But, like, it's all about, like, your motivations behind things. Oh, I got you. So I think it's important, like, if you take this test, like, Take it as yourself, not as like your career. Yes, not I as messed your... up. I did that career yeah. waste. And yeah, it was really wrong. Yeah, I feel like I'm like, but that's like an engineer. Like that's like a I, guys. I'm so far from an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> I could, ask me to do a math question. I, yeah. I can't even get. But I do feel like it's rooted in some of those like perfectionism. But it's like not who you are wholeheartedly. No, like no. you, yeah, yeah. So fun. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go into. Let's go into Rachel and Josh's. Okay. I mean, I know we kind of touch on it, but just go yeah, let's do with it. your Enneagrams. Okay. Let me. So we've already kind of gone into what the six is. So mm-hmm. yeah, same. I'm, I'm a six out of, I think, uh, just playing out like survivability. Mm. It was like. Crucial. Yeah. From a young age. Like that's where my yeah. sixness comes from. Yeah. <laughs> like down like, with like, the sickness. Down with the sickness. <laughs> yes. Sickness. Shout out Disturbed. <laughs> Yeah, like you always had to anticipate what was going to happen right. in order to to survive, basically, right. and then proactively, and that's where like a lot of like like lying came from too. Yeah, like wanting to lie just so I, you know, I didn't get in trouble for something yeah. dumb. You know, man, yeah, it goes deep. Yeah, yeah. okay, kind of freaks you out, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, so eights are the challenger. Um, the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. <laughs> Eights are self-confident, strong, and assertive, protective, resourceful, straight-talking, and decisive, but can be egocentric and domineering. Eights feel that they must control their environment, especially people, sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, they are self-mastering. They use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, which means generous. 
Um, for those of you that don't know that word, I, I looked I it know. up. I looked it up. Um, and inspiring. My basic fear, being harmed or controlled by another person. To my basic desire to protect themselves, to be in control of their own life. Um, key motivations, um, to be self-reliant, to prove their strength and resist weakness, to be important in their world, to dominate their environment, and to stay in control of their situation. The staying in control is absolutely such a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like after um, my divorce and I owned a business with my ex and so I needed to get another job because I needed to be able to provide for myself um, because like weddings weren't coming through. I had a rebrand and my only other like industry that I was really passionate about was beer. So I got a job like running a beer department at like a really nice grocery store. I lasted three months being someone's employee. Ooh, mm-hmm. wow. I just couldn't deal. Like yeah. someone else telling me where I was supposed to be and what my schedule was and that I could only get one weekend day off. And like, I was just like, fuck you. Like, I just, I need to feel like I'm in control of all of my like surroundings. And it's so funny because even, even in times where like, I don't necessarily feel like I've been particularly like, like eights at their worst are very egocentric, very self-involved. And I don't feel like at my worst I've ever gotten to that point. Um, I've more gotten like self-deprecating, mm. not believing in myself, depressed. And I've, I've gone to like a different wing, more like a nine wing, which is like more subdued. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Brit? Yeah. Nine. She's a yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Through um, and through. Through and through. Through and through. But, um, yeah, I I can see throughout my entire life this theme of, like, needing to stay in control, needing to be the leader. Like, something – um, if you ever follow, like, Enneagram meme accounts, mm-hmm. one of the things that hit me strongest was, like, um, they like what each type does when they enter a room. And – the thing that an eight does is um, <laughs> analyze who's the most qualified person in the oh room. Oh my and god! And I do that all the time. If that I is know, so funny. If I know me. there is someone that's more qualified than me in a room, I can relax. Really? Which is why my best friend Meredith is a three, and that that relationship pairing is like threes are also very self confident, very like they're the achievers. Yeah. And I'm like the challenger, so it's like. I can relax with Meredith. And so her and I have a completely opposite relationship dynamic than like me and you have or me and Madison wow. have. Yeah. Because it's just different in that. Like, um, I I'd don't probably like a three. I don't know the meme account for that, but I could guess that if a seven were to walk into a room, it'd be like the obligation to entertain. Yes. Probably. It would have been of like immediate like okay like scope the situation out but if it's like dull it's like all right get a get a good combo going get something going yeah that's funny we saw the original video for that on tiktok today wait really it's about no no it's just a bunch of like high school kids around a frog little tree frog wait my favorite my favorite rendition of that is when the special education kid comes in the room with new shoes. Shoes! Oh. And, then, and then the teacher being like, all right, calm down. 
Shout I can out say to, that because I work with kids yeah. with autism. Shout out to my alma. How do you say this? Alma mater. Alma mater. Mater. Oh, I thought it was alma mater. No, mater. Something oh. new. I'm wow. sorry. You go no, 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 no. Wait. You thought it was alma modern? Yeah. That's There's what no saying. chance. There's for... no chance, Joe. You're 31. I turned 32 in 48 hours. So. Yeah. It's and I've been saying and... alma modern. <laughs> Classic. I mean, that's a pretty normal thing to mess up, right? Mess up? No, that's okay. horrible. Well, that's shout the worst out to the University of Akron, where I did get a great education. His alma mater. My alma mater. Mater. <laughs> They did. I saw on Instagram they did a she era. She she marched the other day. If you mm. ever see a group of students just marching through the campus, people saying, being like she. Oh Loved my it. god! Kids are kids Love coming up are funny as hell. I know. Like they're I hate so to say that, but they're so funny. they're so funny. I'm loving so funny, it. Man. Yeah, I try, we try to teach my mom like things to be relatable to her fifth graders. Mm. I'm like, mom, just stand at the top of your like class. The, it could be like a repeat she. after me. And you just do this, and everybody would go, shee, shee. And mom's like, what? We try to teach her the woe, and she goes, mm. <laughs> Also, but I do love the what I used to say, like ice in my vein. Yes. I do love the pose. I do love what it means now, at least what I think it means. We don't know what it means. I think it means, like, that's me. Like, that means, that means you're me. cold. You're, you're like. No, I don't think that means that anymore. Really? Gen Z is saying, like, oh, this was such an embarrassing moment. 100% that's me. What? what? Yeah. I mean, that's I always Z thought it was like I'm cold as hell. No, that's what we used to do. Like, hey, okay. ice in my veins, dude. Because that's how I explained it to everybody who's asked. No, that's what the NBA. That's what we. Josh, yeah. Josh is like James. our zeitgeist. He's our ass Jeeves. Yeah, like he is the person that we always ask. I'm like, shook that I. No, it doesn't mean that. No, anymore. I don't. You're gonna have to Urban right. Dictionary. I'm 100 percent. I hate right. to say. I'm 100 percent right. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's read about. Okay, these. yeah. Sixes and eights. Yeah, we're going sixes and eights. Um. Enneagram sixes and eights can build an extraordinarily strong, long-lasting relationship on what is, at root, a defensive view of the world. Both types feel that most people and the world are selfish and untrustworthy, yeah. and that the world is highly unpredictable. <laughs> yes. yes One, therefore, needs to take care of oneself and one's own interests, eights, and have strong allies and the ability to hold, oh, to get back up from one's friends, sixes. Both sixes and eights have deep issues with trust and with finding people they are able to trust. And so when they have found each other and have gone through a period of testing, their alliance can be solid and deep. Hmm. Our alliance. Solid, like and, solid and, and deep. Like Would you League. like to make an alliance with me? <laughs> I would definitely like to make an alliance with you. <laughs> Once they have bonded with each other, both types have done so on a deep level of their being. And while their relationship may change over time, they are never indifferent to each other. They both admire and try to embody strength, commitment to one's word, honor, unquestioned loyalty, responsibility, oh. hard work, courage, and a spirit of protectiveness mm-hmm. and fighting for the underdog. Very much so. Yeah. We we are we are I in a underdog dead on too. We are definitely in a a period of protectiveness. Yeah. I feel yes. like I get really protective over Josh right now, just mm-hmm. with like you know he, you've been like stressed out with work yeah. and like family stuff. Yeah, and... my dad yeah. specifically. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm glad we're name dropping. You, yeah, you can go into it. I can. Yeah, permission Thanks. permission to go there. Thanks, oh, three man. beers for letting the honesty roll yeah. out of my boyfriend's mouth. Yeah, just like his dad um, has completely like lost the plot a little bit. Um, uh, sorry, just 
it's really sad and I definitely see his dad as like a threat to Josh's well-being mm-hmm. and I've always seen him that way mm-hmm. and like I clocked it right at the beginning the first time I ever met his dad I was like this is a problem and it's but it's hard to say that to someone who deeply cares I'm, yeah, like I'm a six so I'm super loyal so yeah. I'm like why dad, do you have a problem man. with my dad right but he's been an asshole yeah yes and he's been a friend, and just lately, right. his dad has been giving him, like, I'm your father, Ooh. you have to respect me. Yeah. And Josh is like, you've been my friend. Like, us at our healthiest, you've just been my friend. But, like, from the beginning, I'm like, I felt like Josh, in his growing up with, like, him being a sick, struggling with anxiety, feeling like the whole world is out to get him, I feel like no one's fought for you. Mm. And I do feel like it's been, it's not like my job, but it's something that I believe that like my role in our relationship definitely is to to protect, to protect you, to protect our relationship. Um, That's definitely something that like I come on really strong with. Mm -hmm. And it's only been literally the past few weeks that you've like fully let me protect, be be a protector. Which is a great sign. That's great though. Yeah, no. That's huge. The trust. That's that unquestioned loyalty. It's solid. It's deep. It's so strange. Like I said, like, just like the defense mechanism inside me (laughs) just be like, no, my dad's like awesome. What are you talking about? But he's saying all these shitty things to me. It's like, what are you, like in my brain, it's just like a battle. I'm like, what are you talking about? dude? And then I've just finally come to the realization, like Rachel has my best interests at heart. And my dad's being a shitter, a grade A shitter. But it's that to. it's that unquestioned, quote unquestioned loyalty. You don't question yeah. your loyalty to your dad right. and your dad's loyalty to you. Right. And then that you have to like dig down deeper. And if that's therapy, and if that's enneagrams, and if that's anything, that's like, yeah, what is this damage he's doing? And if that's an eight coming into your life and showing you like, oh no, this is right. This looks different, yeah. right? It and mean my it's a lost cause, but it no, you right. have more control on how to fix it, which mm-hmm. is so nice, right? Which yeah. is which is great. Well, I mostly just want you to have the freedom to create the relationship you yeah, want, and right. and I want you to have because I think another thing sixes struggle with is. Um, like a true sense of self and a sense of self-respect and mm-hmm. you will sacrifice your own self-respect to make someone else comfortable, to make someone else feel valued, 100%. to make someone that else. That was actually on my list of, yeah. we sacrifice a lot. Sacrifice yeah. a lot. And I just, I won't, I don't want to let you do that mm-hmm. because I'm like, you are great as you are. You bring so much to the table. You like, if anybody should talk to you in front of me, we're going to have a fucking yeah. problem. Watch out. Let's go. And, yeah. and, and me being a, like a loyalist, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Do it. So for the first time. Fight so, that battle. So you know? it, like, his dad instigated some bullshit and literally like a week later, we are going to his grandma's birthday party. So we're like, great. Like we already know we're on bad terms with your dad. Yeah. We're going to have to see him. And so we're preparing and I, I told Josh and I was like being really serious. I'd like just gone to therapy and I was like struggling and I was like, because I'm getting to this point where, like, so I'm a confrontational eight, but I studied conflict in college. So I only engage in conflict with people when I believe that it will be beneficial to both parties. Mm-hmm. When I believe it will go somewhere beneficial. I'm not just going to, like, tear someone a new one and walk away. Doesn't do I, because it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I want to feel like we're building something. And, but with his dad, I'm like, we're getting to a place where I can't keep my fucking mouth shut. 
Yeah. I'm like, we're getting to a place where I feel like if he says something off color to me or to you, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to say words. Oh, man. <laughs> and Josh said, he's like, then say them. And Josh, you feel comfortable with rage. Not that I'm not saying that you can't speak up for yourself, but you feel comfortable with rage feeling that for you. hundred percent. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Because I I know I, if anyone, it'd be me to work through. Just me personally would have been like, no, can't feel that. I have to feel that myself and then outwardly express that to that person. And I think that's so uniquely a six. And it has Mm -hmm. to do with our control. Like, Josh, if you know, if you say something to your dad, you can't control what his reaction is going to be. But you know, if you just eat it, you control the reaction. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, man. That is so true. I have a job where I have to be confrontational, but Mm -hmm. in real life, like, not that I avoid conflict. No. Because I call people out on a lot of things, but I also, more like Rach said, like, this needs to be said right now. Yes. Yeah. But Literally also, when we're driving. It's... That's different. When it comes to the ru- rules of the road, <laughs> yeah. none of these anagrams count. Also, you're protected by a car, so he's like, and just I'm in mad. my comfort I, zone. So I give people, I, I do a thumbs down. You have flicked people I up. have, but I often lead with a thumbs down because there's nothing worse if you're driving and you get told that you messed up. Like, okay, but dude, you suck. If the thumbs like, down is dude. literally out the window, whole torso out, like, he in needs, his face. He needs to know. Dude, he knows. Down. He knows by the horn. If I get flicked off, I'm mad. If I get thumbs down, I'm like, hey, that's on me. I that's, did this. That's, yeah. But it's usually you doing the thumbs down. No, I, I give it to yeah. I know, but I'm saying like you rarely get corrected on the road. It's you doing the correcting. I'm a pretty controlled driver. I don't defensive. Oh Stay in my, my god, yeah. I'm not defensive. Okay. I am. Jess is a great driver. Or Jess, you can not. keep going. You can keep going. Yeah. Okay. Um. Both are doers and enjoy being active, getting tasks accomplished, building a more safe and secure world for themselves and their loved ones. Sixes bring warmth, the desire for personal connection and commitment, a certain playfulness and sensitivity. Mm-hmm. I believe that's very true of mm-hmm. you two. They are also mental types and bring hmm. skepti- skeptis- skepticism. Skepticism? skepticism. I wouldn't have got there. Analytic that. thinking and the ability to think through decisions and to foresee outcomes and potential problems before acting. Wow. Absolutely. Mm. Sixes thus tend to act as advisors and lieutenants to eights. <laughs> Who tend to take the lead and provide That's the vision dumb. and audacity. <laughs> the audacity that sixes sometimes lack themselves. That's so funny. We literally just said that. Yeah. Um, eights also bring directness and decisiveness, strong wills, confidence, and a can-do spirit that is energized by adversity and a penchant for taking on challenges. Mm. Sixes tend to look up to eights as their hero, while eights are touched by the sixes' devotion oh. and courage. Eights are aware of their inner struggles and what it takes to overcome them. When there is genuine affection between these two types, there may be fireworks and occasional fights, but their bond only seems to grow stronger with time. Yeah. Guys, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel mean, like that's very, very true. It feels good to hear it, doesn't it? It's so spot on. Yeah. It's, it helps you understand mm-hmm. like, where you and Rachel are, where Jess and I are. Pickle, come on, down. Dog troubles. Sorry. Yeah. Come here. Don't mind the diapers, it. everybody. Okay. Pickles and eat as we Pickles know. and eat as a, all you know. Do dog. you feel like, Josh, do you feel weird? Because, you know, traditionally, right? Like in traditional, you know, man, woman relationships, the man is the leader or the head mm-hmm. of the household. And in this sense, like 
uh, I am more of the leading type. Mm-hmm. Does that make you feel weird or any kind of way? Yeah, that is a great question. Uh, no, not at all. I, I don't feel weird about that at all. It's almost comforting, because, right? Yeah, it's so comforting. It feels to, like, it takes a, It releases a pressure. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be that. I can just be me mm-hmm. as a six or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, I don't want to answer some of the questions we had sent to us on Instagram, but toxic masculinity has, like, taught us, like, we need to ignore how we feel because yeah. we have to play a role. And right. it's so comforting because, I mean, Jess is the leader of our relationship. And, like, that's comforting to know, like, I can put trust in that person and yeah. I'm still protected. And if I'm having a bad day, like it's okay. Yeah. yeah. I would say we're, we're equal parts. Yes. Yeah. But I, I think because your seven personality outplays my six personality, I think people would look like, Oh, that's Jess and Joe. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know it what I mean? Jess it's never, Oh, there's Joe and Jess coming inside and I love it. it I appreciate it. I think I've craved it for a long time. And in I, past relationships, sometimes I've had to carry too much, and that's mm. hard. Yeah. And I do feel like it's important to say, like, I mean, Joshua and I are, like, growing together, right? We're not married. We've been together for, like, can you get down? Um, we've been together for a year and a half. So, like, things aren't perfect. Like, I do feel like a way that we're still, like, growing in is, like, when I'm, like, hey, I need you. Like, when I delegate. Mm-hmm. you are still sometimes like uncomfortable with the delegation oh, gotcha. because yeah. you don't want to do it wrong. Yeah. That's his anxiety oh, wow. coming in. I don't want to do it wrong. How do you want me to do it? What do you, like, and I'm like, no, like don't forget I the bag. Don't, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I bag. say load up the car, I mean all the shit boy. Yeah, no, I get that. But you're assuming that I know what all the shit is. <laughs> right. There it is. <laughs> so when my camera goes in, like, your relationship's going to grow in that way. And like, yeah, your enneagrams, your personality types are going to force like, yes. Yeah. So there are things that I do different no when, um, we have big events coming up oh. and we have to do trips mm. and what packing the car looks like. Mm. So I've learned through many times. It's like Joe needs control and he needs preparation, but he struggles with preparing beforehand. So it's like, um, let's do things like way ahead of time. And it's actually changed a lot of things in me, which is good. I feel like that's mm-hmm. his control rubbing off to someone onto someone who doesn't give a shit. Who's like last minute packer packs no. the bag. Doesn't even yeah. care. Not even thinking, not even going over a checklist as I'm pulling out of the driveway to someone who's you're like so good at it to someone who has tried to accommodate that anxiety for you of like having everything we need going over yeah. to um, not once, but twice and having the car packed and doing things that I feel like are helpful to him in that moment and easing that, that stress and anxiety when like packing a car, going on yeah. a trip, but it's like, yes, we have this. And I'm doing like, I'm always thinking like two steps ahead and that's, yeah. and that's definitely, definitely out of character and out of personality for me, but it's, but it's great. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's not a bad thing that I've, no pickle. you know, well, in something that also with enneagrams is there's like um there's levels so there's like yes. low functioning yeah. and yeah. high functioning and i think as joe becomes more high functioning just you won't have to do those things it's already and like th- like that also comes into like codependency which we talked about at the beginning of the episode where like which is kind of not great you know right. like for you to have to like you are then taking on anxiety thinking, okay, I need to do this, this, and this to make Joe's experience less stressful. Which just cause problems, though. Which does cause problems because then you're being forced to think oh differently gosh, yes. than what comes naturally yes. to you. Right. But as Joe becomes more 
like you know levels up yeah. when he levels up as a six and becomes more self sufficient because something <laughs> that like that like I was reading about with sixes no. which is hard is so like a, a sub a, a t- um, something that I struggle with is being clean. I don't really care to be clean. I leave my laundry on my everywhere. It is not something that stresses me out. Mm-hmm. It it will to us sometimes at a certain extent, but rarely. Mm-hmm. You you've seen it maybe stress me out once or twice mm-hmm. in our entire relationship. It's just it doesn't bother me. It does bother you, but he needs a buddy. To do something with him to keep him. Oh my god! So like, let's <laughs> let's let's fold the laundry together, and she's dude, like, "Well, no, I, I don't want to do that." Dude, that is dead <laughs> wrong. <laughs> and then at some point, like sixes, it's like, okay, this is too much for me, so I self sabotage. Yes. yes. Holy. So Lord. I'm not doing the laundry. Yeah. Like, so if the, I'm not gonna so have a friend. So the laundry is not your. Being Who, married, yeah, being married. This is just we and, have a pretty good work and balance, with, and with living together, it's you. You have your own chores. Yes, and you have yours. And it's and it is what it is. It works out for some couples. If you guys want to do different, it doesn't matter. But I feel like yours is like trash, dishes, cooking, cooking, and laundry is not one of them. He no. will bring the laundry up, sits unfolded. Okay, time out. When we first started, I loved to. Well, I didn't love to fold, but I tried. And every time I folded, it had to be corrected. <laughs> So like the six of me not is like, the hey, Jim I'm, I'm doing this way. wrong. I don't know what I'm doing. I was unhappy. raised by a one. I do have some deep rooted, tough, yeah, OCD tendencies from growing up in a very cleanly, perfectionist household. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfectionist. So it carries over. Yeah, and it's not so much detrimental to the mental health at this point that it needs to be addressed with the ascending. Well, not ascending anymore, but in therapy, but it also, it's, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that takes us. But I feel like that's just yeah. my upbringing, not necessarily my seven. Yeah. Enneagram. No, but I like that you brought up that you can overcompensate for your partner and then that in a way can like cause more problems. And I think Jess and I have seen that where Jess tries to look out for me too much that it takes her away from herself. Yeah. Yeah. And, because I'm a millennial, therapy is the way to go. Mm, yep. Everybody should Ryan. be in it. Yep. Yeah, and it shout just, it just helps to kind of understand. Wait, therapy why patrol. Th- why did I think like I kind of like the aesthetic. Did you guys have um, safety patrol? Yes. In, I never went, In elementary school? Absolutely. Yeah. I like the t-shirts we had for that. If we were to ever get merch, it would be safety patrol merch. Mm. Because it was a t-shirt with like the... the what are we? Therapy sash, police? Yeah. yeah. Therapy patrol. patrol. Therapy patrol. <laughs> you need to be in therapy. You, you need, need to be in therapy. therapy. Yeah. You need to be in therapy. No, it's not like you need to be, but it's Do like, your thing. what? Yes. But also, like, I what want harm? To that you, need, you need to be in therapy, okay? I literally, this is something we haven't That's... talked about yet. So I got in therapy, like, during my divorce, and then I got really busy, made excuses, wasn't in it, and then, um, was it like, September of last year, mm-hmm. got back in therapy, because I was like, you know, Josh was like, I definitely want to marry you. And I was like, okay, do I believe in that? Oh, wow. I should go to therapy. And it took all this time learning and whatnot. And I'm not kidding you. Like, last week when I, like, cried in our episode about how, like, like my love for Josh and how much that has grown in the past, like, month came from working in therapy 
and truly acknowledging, believing, and accepting that I don't owe my ex anything. Ooh. And that realization, I don't know, I don't owe Dave anything, gave way to my ability to love Joshua so much more. Aww. I would have never been able to connect those dots ever because I love Joshua. He was You're doing some Cheers. He's one of the 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 best people to have ever entered my life. The richest relationship I've ever had. Rich. What a good Ooh, descriptor. So good. Thank underused. you. Yeah, underused. Yeah. But it is. Like rich in a lot of things. Yes. You know? But it it was to a certain extent stifled by my belief that I owed something to someone who I didn't need to give any more energy. I love this though. Good. And so therapy brings out a lot of good things. So good. And so I'm sorry, if you've existed with parents, you need therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Even without parents. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But also also, they did the best they could. Oh yeah, I'm not knocking the parents, but it helps a child or a kid who's grown up now try to understand their decisions today. I mean, one of my biggest role models, I can't name them here. Tells everybody, you should see a therapist. Everybody should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no harm in it. But yeah. also, like, do your thing. But I like it. Good, Joe. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all have therapists. Soon, down, probably we'll all have couples therapists someday. Yeah. I think it's that's definitely an, helpful. That's another, like, that's something you, you also brought up before is proactive couples therapy and breaking that stigma. Yes. There is a stigma to it. Something I, that I think I struggled with. That's or Rachel, I struggle with. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I feel like when it was brought up, you're like, we don't need that before, you know. It was just new to me. It was yeah, but I new. was like, I we think that brings up yet. stuff that you know, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. normally talk about before. Yeah, getting heavy. I, I kn- my therapist suggested couples therapy to me and Josh, and Josh was like, let me go to therapy first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me, let me, let me get a basis. <laughs> yeah, no, but the- I think it's good to like get your feet wet on your own. Like yeah. with it. Yeah, and just like under world. But it's also that that saying of like love yourself where you love someone else. And mm-hmm. that's like know yourself. Know those deep rooted secrets yeah. that you're holding or anything like that. And it's like do that. Figure that out within yourself and then come to your person with it and then deal with that with the professional. But it's also been so beneficial that you start to learn more about yourself. Some of the issues maybe you have inside the home are mm-hmm. now being addressed. And you're like, right. Oh, I, we mm-hmm. could have avoided this if I just owned up to some responsibilities I had to take. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Team therapy. Team, Team therapy. And here, that that is our Enneagram episode. Yeah. Take I, your test. Take your test seriously, and we can probably Jess and I honestly can talk about this a lot mm-hmm. more. That's so cool. We love talking about all of them. We don't pretend to be an experts in things that we aren't, but I know Jess and I always post like Instagram memes to our pages and stuff mm. because it just helps you feel understood. Yeah, and that is one of if you're not in therapy, one of the best feelings. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, do it. Take do it. the test. Do it. We'll put um like the Enneagram test that we like on our link tree. So it'll be easy for you guys to find. Um, and remember to take it not as your occupation, yes. but as who you, who are. you are at your most mm-hmm. natural or your most relaxed. Um, and I just automatically take two tests. 
Yeah. Even if you think that you identify with your first one, mm-hmm. just take two. Yeah. yeah. Just take two. They're fun yeah. questions. I yeah. Mean, it's not like scary. It's not like an LSAT. Just do it twice because I feel like <laughs> ain't no LSAT. Ain't no LSAT. Never again. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. Next week, um, we're going to air our boys Q&A. So stay tuned for that. We love you. Bye. Podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>